Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back. This is the Roman Show. Returning back to the airwaves. This is the episode for December 12th. Today we welcome Vincent, the main lead singer of Our Darkest Days. The band just released a new album. We get to speak to him all the way from Canada. This plus much more on The Roman Show, which starts right now. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Light. Gone. We're going, Light. GNC, we're going. Tell me, go. Control, go. 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 The Roman Show with your host, Rodolfo Roman. Hey everyone, this is uh, The Roman Show. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman, alongside the co host, Mr. George Alonzo, the host of Reality Check which you can listen to every single week here on the Roman Show Network. Today we welcome the main lead singer, Vincent of Our Darkest Days. The band just released A Common Agony. You can find the record right now out, whether it's on Spotify, listen to it to stream, or you can purchase it on iTunes, Amazon, uh, and so many uh, other uh, devices where you can purchase uh, the great music. All right, George, well, thanks so much for uh, joining us, everyone. You're back, man. Excuse me, sir. But don't be interrupting me while I'm having my strawberry martini. Last time was a strawberry margarita. This time is a strawberry martini. Yep. I'm enjoying the life. Leave me alone. It's you who's been gone for what? A week? Two weeks? I'm enjoying the life. Well, I mean, I have an excuse. I got married, man. It's called Game Over. Get it right. Yes, I got married, so that is why the Roman show was uh, took a break. I, three, three weeks, I think, is what we were away from. Well, while you've been gone for three weeks, I've been holding it real on Reality Check. You see where I went there. And, uh, you know, what can I say? Holding on to four, that's a good thing. Damn right is a good thing. Because if you don't pay me, then I don't have time, enough time to, to, to buy handsome cream. Yes, handsome cream. Your paychecks go to my handsome cream. You look just as shitty as you do. Alrighty then. All right. Thanks so very much, George. Whatever happened? All these women. I understand that many uh, ladies have been reaching out to you via email. I believe there was a segment that we used to have here back on the road. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Emails with the dashing one. I promise you, the emails are packed. But guess what, guys? It returns next week. Oh, I can't wait for that. So email the dashing one at info at theromanshow.com. Email them any questions or any advice on how to pick up ladies. And the dashing one will share his opinions 
and views right here on the Roman Show starting next week. Hey, want to let everyone know, January 7th, XFN returns to action at the BMR in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And then Titan FC returns with another full action fight card on January 27th in Coral Gables. And you can check that out live on UFC Fight Pass. We start today's show with Reality Check. And now it's time to give you a Reality Check. All right, George. Well, Kevin Owens has been the talk of social media. It happens. He was at a house show, and uh, this lady and her uh, son were uh, basically, well, the son actually was on the rails, and Kevin Owens was passing by, and can I say, he was playing a heel here, right? He was calling out the little kid. The little kid apparently is a big fan of wrestling, uh, and, and all the wrestlers, uh, needless to say, the mom even went and said that she has a, um, she has a, a shelf full of wrestling t-shirts, underwear, you name it. And all she wanted, quote unquote, was for Kevin Owens to be nice. Now, George, you and I have been following wrestling all of our lives. And you know, even when we were kids, when we had bad guys, you know, like uh, the model Rick Martel, he could spray water in his face. Or uh, the bushwhackers at the time when they were heels, they'll lick our face. They did all these antics. You gotta remember that when you go to an entertainment show such as the WWE, yes, it's sports entertainment, guys, and he has a family base. But Kevin Owens is trying to live the character that he plays. He can't go K-Fab and start hugging kids and giving kids kisses. Basically, when it comes to Kevin Owens, that's the one thing that the wrestling world has died down, and he's keeping it alive when it comes to K-Fab. And then you got this guy busting what we're missing, and that's a good heel. And now you got this woman bashing him about it. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, listen, he's playing his, his role. He's doing his job. Don't be going around thinking, hey, man, I'm going to bash this guy and, and, and probably get... No! I'm sorry to tell you, but do your research, and he was doing his job. End of story. What saddens me is that this lady takes the time and bashes the WWE when she herself understands that the characters that these guys play. You know, when this thing hit the social media and the internet, uh, there was a video posted where Shane Helms approaches the kid, gives him his uh, shades over when I call it your mask, and then... About five seconds later, Ric Flair comes in, takes the shades off, and starts stomping on it. And then he starts attacking the kid. And that was not scripted. And no one attacked uh, little Lizzie, which is uh, Bailey's number one fan, when Sasha Banks took off the headband. Where was that? So what is the big deal? To this lady, this mom, shameful of you uh, for acting this way, instead of bashing what these guys are trying to do and what they get paid for. Why don't you describe and tell your child what wrestling is all about? Yes, it is a sport, but at the end of the day, they play a character. Yep. It's a bad guy and a good guy. 
a Superman and a Lex Luthor. You don't see Lex Luthor going around kissing children, do you? Cody Rhodes is the newest member of the Bullet Club. This according to Kenny Omega. It's been a great year for Cody Rhodes after he left the WWE. He's made an appearance in TNA, uh, Ring of Honor. And now he's going to Japan for the big show of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And that is Wrestle Kingdom taking place uh, earlier on January 4th, I believe it is, 2017. The biggest show, more than 50,000 people in Japan. And he is going to be presented as the newest member of the Bullet Club. You know, there is life after the WWE, and Cody Rhodes is proving it. And I personally cannot wait to see this new shade of Cody Rhodes now dubbing himself the American Nightmare. Which is actually pretty cool if you you say it off your tongue. It's pretty cool. He ain't no stardust. He's not uh, the ravishing one or any of these other things. Uh, we're going to see a new side of Cody Rhodes. What I found funny about in that promo is that he re- he talked about Stardust. If you hear it, you actually hear him uh, voicing Stardust. It, it, it's pretty freaking cool. But again, it's Cody in the Bullet Club where a lot of people were like, oh, it's going to be right back. It's going to be right back because all you heard was, uh, you know, that because of the clue of, oh, he devours his opponents. No one saw Cody Rhodes from a mile away. Very interesting to see in all the action. And, and can you just imagine Cody Rhodes wrestling all these great guys in Japan? I mean, I'm excited to see Wrestle Kingdom now uh, in January. And to top off this segment, New Day, uh, well, they have beat the record of demolition. Very impressive, don't you think? Do you think they really deserved it? I don't know. Why don't you ask uh, Demolition that? <laughs> See what they have to say about that. Because, again, Demoli- I'm not saying New Day hasn't worked their butts off when it comes to, you know, in the business. But same thing as Demolition. I feel like Demolition should answer that question. I really do. Uh, with that said, we are now going to welcome the lead singer of Our Darkest Days, Vincent all the way from Canada, who talks about the band's latest album of Common Agony out right now as we speak. You can check out the great music from this skate punk band that uh, is definitely stepping up the scene in Canada and, of course, the rock world. This plus much more coming up on The Roman Show. Check out Vince from Our Darkest Days. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us here on The Roman Show. We're going to let everyone know November 18th, mark it on your calendar, because Our Darkest Days will be releasing their album, A A Common Agony. And on the line right now, we have the main singer of the band, Vince, all the way from Canada. Thanks for joining us here uh, this afternoon here, Vince. How are you? I'm fine, I'm fine. It's a bit cold here. Snowing outside. Already, already you got you guys got snow. You you guys get no break. We got snow every time here in Canada. Well, absolutely. Well, <laughs> something that'll get you a little hot is your is your upcoming album, which releases on November 18, uh, A Common Agony. 
Vince, what can you tell me about this album? What can people uh, expect from it? It's uh, it's uh, pure punk rock. Like we we've been in the scene until a lot of time, so yeah. we're trying to put uh, all the essence of punk rock in this album. Like uh, tragic uh, tragic melodies. Uh, it's fast. It's uh, it's uh, inspired. It's uh, from the gut. Yeah, I've been noticing antenna. Listen to some of the tunes which you can check out right now on the web, the Roman Show website. You can check the link there to find out. It will guide you to their latest single that was released. Now, what was some of the motivation behind the lyrics of the album? Uh, we're trying to talk about everyday life. It's very simple. We don't take any any political uh, avenues. We're just talking about uh, what's happening in our life. We're trying to touch everybody, like everybody has struggles, everybody has shit in their life, so we're trying to put this in our, in our, uh, in our lyrics. So you anticipate that a lot of the folks that are going to be listening to the album will get inspired by this? I think, yes, probably. It touches everybody. Like. Some of the things, though, that, that you speak about in some of these, these songs, uh, you could reiterate it, be a little bit more specific. I don't understand the question oh. because it's <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. No, you say that it's an everyday struggle, but what are the one of the everyday struggles that you guys speak about uh, in the in the lyrics ah. of the album? We speak about like uh, our job, uh, love stories, uh, like uh, we speak about uh, mental disease. We, we speak about uh, friends. We speak about difficulties that we we have in our life. Now, you guys have been traveling a little bit, uh, traveling out there performing some of the songs. How did you guys manage to put this time, this, this album together? And were there any challenges along the way putting this album together? Uh, honestly, no. It was very, very easy uh, for the. The album together. We've worked a lot together. We're friends still a long time, but we have like featurings on our album from uh, Dennis uh, from 88 Fingers of Weedies in Chicago, and with uh, Michelle from Forest is in uh, France. So that was the uh, toughest part of the album, just to uh, to uh, confirm the uh, the studios, how it works, and everything. Uh, but the rest was very very easy because. We're friends, we stay uh, all together in the air. Uh, the studio, we've recorded our album with our friends, so it was very, very easy. And I understand you guys have been touring. Uh, do we anticipate a tour to promote the new album? And do we know where, when it starts, when it begins? Uh, for now, we, we just want to put our album uh, out correctly. And uh, after that, we will tour like eastern parts of uh, Canada, probably uh, the middle and the west after, which we want to tour uh, U.S. Uh, our label is uh, in Florida, like mm -hmm. humans. Jackson, yeah, in Jacksonville. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard of tech records there in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Florida. Yeah. So we want to tour uh, we want to the United States. We have some, some people ask us to tour uh, in South Yeah, and after just reading right now, 
have been released, which is called uh, Time Has Come featuring Dennis Buckley of uh, 88 Fingers Louie. That song is out right now. Uh, you can check out more details on the RomanShow.com website. Now, tell us a little bit about the Canadian punk rock scene, rock scene, metal scene. How is the Canadian scene out there? Uh, the, the rock scene here is getting pulled back. Uh, the scene is in good health in punk rock. We have plenty of good punk rock bands like uh, New Dutch Magus. Uh, we have Full uh, Chaos, Still Insane. Uh, plenty of good bands. The metal scene, too, is, is very, very good. We have good bands in Quebec. I don't know. I don't know if it's in the eastern part, but in the eastern Canada, there's a lot of good punk rock, good metal bands. The metal scene here in Quebec is very, very huge. There's a lot of big bands in here, like death metal. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of death metal bands, uh, progressive metal, chance uh, metal, hardcore. Hardcore is, uh, is in very, very little here. We have good bands like they get the shot. I don't know if you know them. They're very, very good. So here in, in, in eastern part of Canada, uh, music is in very, very good health. We have a very good fan base, loyal fan base here. So uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> now, now Vince, do you particularly do something? Yeah, you guys have a ritual before you guys hit the stage. Anything in particular you guys like to do? Drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> You drink beer, but do you guys, when, as soon as you get to the um, to the venue, you no, Trying to stay busy. And that's John Jones. 
John Jones cannot be active inside the octagon until July of 2017. So what does he do? He competes in jiu-jitsu, in a grappling tournament, actually. He goes up against Dan Henderson, UFC legend, MMA legend, former Strike Force champion, Dan Henderson versus John Jones, and John Jones tapped out Dan Henderson. But it's good to see John Jones come back. Hopefully this time around, he's changed. He's humbled, although we say this all the time. After he got caught with drugs, after he ran over uh, a pregnant lady and stole away with money and got away with money, hopefully this time around, maybe, cross your fingers, John Jones will come back in July 2017 in a co-main event because it's not going to be a main event. Dana White does not trust him in a main event. Hopefully he comes back a very humbled fighter and could possibly be the great fighter that the potential that he has to be. He's already a great fighter. If he would just take away those dumb mistakes that he has done, he could be greater than what he is. Oh, yeah, I agree. But, you know, it, it's it, it's a lot of baggage, a lot of baggage that he has to come back with and and uh, kind of like show the fans that he's not the same guy again. You know, it, 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 he left a lot of scars, a lot of stars. Now, you have to also question, are, you know, Dana White, sure, he's putting him in the Coleman event. Now, the question is, are the fans ready to forgive him? Yeah, it takes some time, George. It's going to have to gonna be him defeating some real top-notch names, which, of course, the UFC will give him to earn that respect from the fans. But, from the fans. but needless to say, he's a great fighter. It's just if he were to make and erase those dumb mistakes that he has done, uh, it's it's he's such a great fighter, and, and it's really really sad to see him go down all the garbage that he has put himself in through. Hopefully this time around he comes back clean up with a, a clear mind and uh, and how f- the fact that he's gone this far and getting another chance is not just listen it's not just off of talent Roman it, it's a blessing so he better take it as that. Well, Jose Aldo says UFC 208 in just a few months. He will be fighting Max Holloway for the unification of the featherweight title. Max Holloway defeated Anthony Pettis, who Anthony Pettis this weekend. He did not make weight, therefore he didn't even qualify for earning the interim featherweight title because he missed the weight. So, Dana White said the only person that's walking out here with the title is Max Holloway if he wins. He did. Now they got to unify these things. And Jose Aldo has gone on the record in Brazil that he has been notified that he will be unifying or attempting to unify the title at UFC 208. I see Jose Aldo winning this very, very nicely, very easily. And we're not going to see that rematch as of right now between him and McGregor. As you know, McGregor is now in the 155. He is a champion, which and we did not get to discuss this because we were away from uh, for about two weeks. But it really pissed me off when Dana White had... Conor McGregor relinquished his, his featherweight title because just like in boxing, in boxing you have fighters who have two, three, four titles in different divisions, and they do defend it. Sure, they don't defend it as often, you know, every two months or nothing. Of course they don't, but it, it sucks. I mean, this guy won fair and square, and I'm not a McGregor fan. I respect him, but I'm not a McGregor fan, but it sucks. He is a first-time ever two-time champion Get two belts at the same time simultaneously, and you can't have him keep both titles. 
Why not have him defend his title against Jose Aldo in February and then defend his title later on, uh, the lightweight title? I mean, he won it fair and square. He did win it fair and square, and you have every right to be upset. But, Mr. Roman, listen, don't be upset about the, the, uh, the title being relinquished or, or, being, or, or forced to forfeit. Because that's just, to, to Connor, that's just a, hey, let it take, it take it away from me. I'll win it again if I have to. The fact that Connor made history is all that he's looking at. And listen, the fans should the same way and the fighters should say the same way. It's very little when you can say, Connor, you can't talk, you know. Because you can't back it up. It's very little time that you can say that. But it's, it's kind of like, let's put it this way in a percentage. 90% of the time, he backs up what he's saying. 10% of those times, he can't. And all I could say is, bring on the next challenge, I guess, for him. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I understand he's going to be taking a little break. But really, I mean, a personal level, it's just really upsetting as a combat sports fight. By, uh, fan that he had to give up one of the titles. He won it fair and square. He didn't cheat. He didn't steal it. Let the guy have the two titles and defend it. In my opinion, again, I understand you want to have a champion who's defending it every three months, every four months. That's fine. But he won it fair and square. He could do the same. Come on, Dana. I, I just think it's fair for the guy. He, he brings you the money. He's a great talent. And again, I'm not even a McGregor fan because I'm not, but Listen, everything he said, he's backed it up. So why not give him that, that ability of carrying those two titles and defending it at the same time? If you were to defend the title, one of those titles, these twice a year, and then one once for the other, I mean, that's fair. Three fights a year. Mr. Roman, again, you know, most likely Connor's saying it the same way. He, he most likely is not too happy. I, I'm not gonna, he was the champion, and he, he probably thinks the same way as you. But then... Connor's ego comes in and says, Dana, you could take anything you want from me, but you just gave me another reason to to win it back again. We'll have to see when he's back in action. Uh, perhaps maybe uh, there really is no said uh, scheduled fight for McGregor, but I, I would possibly see him coming back in the spring or maybe the summer. Well, one woman who's coming back, and that's for sure, it's Ronda Rousey. She's making her return at last, December 30th, in the upcoming pay-per-view as she's taking on Amanda Nunes, the bantamweight champion. Now, one thing that's upsetting me, George, and it's, I guess it's been a day of upsetting for me, Amanda Nunes, who is the champion, has not been receiving the attention that she should. This woman carries the belt. She carries the gold. And all you see in the promos is the return. The return. How Ronda Rousey's making her comeback. Will Ronda Rousey retain the butt that she once sold? Listen, man. You got to give credit where credit is due. Amanda Nunes is no walk in the park. And if this fight goes a little past the third round, okay, I see the advantage going to Ronda Rousey. But Amanda Nunes... Is no walk in the park. She's not a, an easy fight for Ronda Rousey. And let me tell you, Amanda Nunes has the power to KO Ronda Rousey in that first or second round. Uh, well, again, to, to kind of like attach to what I was saying earlier about, you know, Conor McGregor and losing the 
motivation for that person that's being ignored. And you can blame that. It is a huge motivation. As a matter of fact, even for fans, like to go into this fight and be like, and watch how all of them say if Nunes wins, watch how all of them will literally get off their chair and, and say, screw you. This is what happens when you ignore it. You know, it, it, can you, can, listen, Nunes is a pit bull in that octagon. And she's going to prove why she deserves to be in the same octagon as a Ronda Rousey. Or at least in a same promotion or something. And not be ignored. And trust me, if, if this is the way the fans are looking at it, where she's being ignored, you know, that Nunes is being ignored, let me tell you something. You just enraged a pit bull more than she could already be. So if there's anything that really, who, if there's anyone that really needs to fear this right now, is Ronda Rousey. And let's see, because I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see Ronda Rousey make her return. And again, man, Amanda Nunes, uh, a great fighter. She will be defending her title, her actually her first defense uh, on December 30th, part of the next upcoming UFC pay-per-view. Uh, well, that's pretty much wraps up this episode. Next week, we got Margate. The punk band will be here on The Roman Show to talk about their latest EP, which is covering Christmas music or holiday music. And uh, it's pretty quite funny. Uh, and actually, the album releases or the EP releases this Friday, December 16th. Nonetheless, check us out on our social media accounts, Roman Show Media on Facebook, uh, Twitter, at The Roman Show, and Roman Show Media also on Instagram. With that being said, thanks so very much for tuning in. Subscribe to our YouTube. We got a great interview uh, with Pentagon Dark which we actually interviewed not too long ago. You can check that up on youtube.com forward slash allromano201. Picked up a nice shirt. Yes, you did. You picked up a very nice shirt. And you got to have a conversation with him in the back. It was a very good conversation. It, uh, it was a fun outdoor. It, the guy's pretty cool, but scary. Well, he talked about beer and all of that. Yeah, but he, I, I couldn't help but just kind of hide behind you because this gorgeous face has to be saved. I guess so. Well, check out the interview, uh, youtube.com forward slash rroman0201. With that said, thanks so much. We'll catch you next week right here on The Roman Show and listen to Reality Check uh, Radio on Mondays. And make sure to tune in next week, Mr. Roman, because next week is my super show, our last episode of 2016 with the one and the only Adam Rose. Now, and you said about holding the four. I got to stick around for the remaining of the year, and you're out. I got to get my my, uh, my spa treatment. All right, well, with that being said, we'll catch you here in the Roman show. If you haven't been on, you haven't heard. Yeah, I ordered my watermelon.